0: <laughs> alright
1: fucking ghetto ass setup that we got going on here
0: this
2: ain't ghetto bro this is this is the same shit you get in fucking Hollywood quality productions all dude right. all they do did you ever see how the UFC does those press conferences they do it's just a a thing holding up a sheet with yeah. their banners on it and shit like that it's just a cloth it's the magic of the film I'm it's like where match. did where did we get that idea from? Camera angles, lights.
3: I never really get the chance to watch. You got to get that shit from.
2: up in your face. Yeah, bro, it's got right here, man. Yo,
3: is that better? There we go. <laughs> Bring it down a notch. Oh no, get it. Like, break it down. Oh, this does move. See, yeah, I, yeah, see, you I've got been the... afraid. Yo, I got too much <laughs> muscle. I've been afraid he that does. everything is gonna just break.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode thirteen. I believe yeah, it's 13. one yeah. three, one oh, three. Yeah, uh, unlucky thirteen. Oh shit! Oh, yo, for real. Hey, unlucky. Nah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. Day, I got a man. feeling. Yeah, me too. I've stopped the ship, Mr. West, Mr. Bass, and here we have a special guest. This Very is Mr. Special. Tyree Watkins, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yeah. yes. And Peg's throwing in the applause right now, woo! and it sounds damn good.
3: I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> one time for the Hulk fans. What's up? There you
1: go. It <laughs> looks like the fucking Hulk. Hey, um Try. so uh yeah my man it's good to see you bro it a pleasure so we've known tyree for fucking ever i've known tyree the longest in the room which, which feels really like six hey. months
2: longer yeah that's a long time bro but yo isn't it so crazy that we met at give or take seven years old yeah <laughs> and <laughs> like, like, like we're that. sitting here doing a podcast right now at 29 years old that's like crazy. feeling real old, that is isn't crazy. that real nuts, man? It nah, is. It is, it is wild.
1: It is wild. Yeah, people don't really get that a lot in life, man. You right. know what I mean? Like you, you maybe grow up with kids, and then I mean, we've moved around. I've moved to Florida. You've moved to Jersey. Have you been in Carolina this whole time?
3: No, no. no he bro, was in I Philly. Been to Philly. Came back. I
1: feel real bad for you. You saw some shit out there, no hey, doubt. Hey man, pa, pa,
3: all day, man. It's rough. It's, rough. Day, it's, rough.
1: it's really rough. Those, Those were farts too. It wasn't even gunshots. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you Ducks. know, fate has somehow brought us all back together. Everybody. It's really cool, which is pretty fire
3: it was pretty dope
1: so my man's got the shirt on crisp catering Crisp Ooh, catering you see that whenever I pulled up in the driveway you know of this fire studio <laughs> we're in right now uh saw it right there on the back of it is it a jeep what you your out
3: oh it's on? a Mitsubishi endeavor yeah I ain't never I ain't never seen this car before until I got it yeah. the truth.
1: It's like that. It's like that. You no. walked up and like surprised me and
0: put the money on the wood. And they brought... <laughs> I had no choice. <laughs> the time. I just, I went in and I said, I need a car. Man. Yeah. You
3: know what I'm saying? I got 500. What can you do? Yeah. He said, I got you right here. You know what I'm saying? Can you get six? I said, I got 500. What can you do? Like, look, it ain't got no AC. <laughs> and that's the way to do it. It ain't got no aux cord. You know, I ain't never right. been in a car. It ain't got no aux cord, Stupid. no Bluetooth. No, it, it was. Dude, rough. my
2: dad always told me, he's like, if you got cash and you go into a dealership and you tell them you got. Cash, yeah, they're not gonna let you walk out, right? So it's like it's like you could always get them down to wherever that is because they're not just gonna leave money on the table. They're gonna yeah. get and that money. And if
1: they're not, if like you're not liking what they're saying, like all right, I'm out. Yeah, you yeah. you, you uh, kind of hold the leverage.
3: Funny story though, when I got my, uh I had a uh, Nissan Altima Coupe. It was red, and I did not want a red car. Yeah, but I had a. I got a, a story Honda about Accord. a Nissan
2: Altima after this, but keep going. I
3: had a Honda Accord, right? And I'm. Driving the car, if you turn to the left, it's
2: oh, shit, real loud and
3: everything. <laughs> so like, I go down to my mom's Nissan Altima. Yeah, I'm talking to the guys, and I'm like, yo, uh hypothetically speaking, if I had a friend that had a Honda Accord and wanted to get rid of it, but it was like doing this, it didn't sound good, blah, blah, blah. He like, said, what would you give him? We <laughs> would probably give him about a thousand. I was like, well, I got he's got a guy that wants to get it for three, but he don't have the money right now. So right. he's trying to like, he needs a car, but he need, he wants to give it to this guy as well. So we leave, get a car. So about your car, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if we gave you... Eighteen hundred for it right now, and I said I will see you in a little bit. Oh, <laughs> I go. drove down I there, and you can hear it clicking. And I, they're all sitting, in, it's all glass, yeah. all glass. So you're driving in, and you see them all sitting there. It's it's the, we're the last people there. Yeah, we pull in. And it's like <laughs> all I see is the dude jump up. He starts doing this with his head. Oh, and shit. I was like, yo, he's got me, man. You he know? knows it's me. <laughs> he knows he got duped right now. But you know, I, I rode off yeah. in a nice new car, and I. Did you get the AG Hunter. I, I loved it.
1: You get the 1800?
3: I did, I did, I did. You know
1: what? He should have known because he, he's a he's a fool. He should have known as soon as you said, I got a friend who's got a. Yeah, a, a yeah that's the car. biggest. That's, that's the, how you know. That's how no, you know. No, <laughs> I'm no. I'm not
3: big in a lion, though. So, you know, I actually had a friend, but he wasn't going to pay three. He was going to pay 22. Okay. Yeah, so gonna, yeah, exaggerate a little bit.
1: That's the hustler in you, man.
3: Yeah, boy. So that's look, about me. So, look, man, getting back, getting <laughs> back to it. When I pulled up, <laughs> that's how we got it. Yeah,
1: look, go yeah. Ahead. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got the Chris <laughs> catering on the whole back windshield, man, right? So, you know, doing a lot of branding and shit, which is which is dope, you know. <laughs> I really like that. That's so, the way to do it, man. Look, I wanted to Yo, that, that logo
2: is fresh as fuck. Too. You like that? Get over here. I'm gonna zoom in on that. Peg. Uh, Boom. Uh, Bam. Look at it. Right it's there, waving baby. at you guys. Right All there. right, calm down. How All you right. doing? All right, hello. Chris. Alright, but speaking of Nissan Altima, All right, let
3: him get a story. Right, so right,
2: on right. my on my way over here, <laughs> I got involved in a hit and run where I got hit On your way over here? And and on my way over here. On my way over here, the dude, uh, fucking rear-ended me, and then so I pull off to the side. I, but, I wouldn't say that out loud, but I pull off to the side, and then like I'm waiting for him to pull off, and dude, he just speeds that off. Fuck, yeah. So like, in I that know. second, I'm like, "Yo, get that license plate!" And I swear, yo, my eyesight is no joke. You got it, because he sped off, and I got that. You fucking took brass glasses, glasses for a second. Yeah. Nah, I have those that. 30, 30. See Everything. Damn, bro. What does that TV say? That's fucked up, man. I don't even know that brand. <laughs> it's, a r- it's a rough neighborhood. Yo, so so he just bounces, and I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. Um, but I got the license plate, and I called the cop, and like they really didn't do much. They're like, yeah, we looked up the license plate. Rough neighborhood. It's from like, uh-huh. uh, you know, that place is nowhere near here, so he's not gonna be there tonight. Like we'll be on the lookout for him. Just giving me the runaround, basically, yeah. and I'm just like. Motherfucker, he did a crime. He left an right. accident. So, anyways, now I gotta. There was his cousin. My bumpers fucked up, and I gotta. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Was bite the bullet for that shit, my and then question. I get home, and my back window's busted.
3: How are you though? How are you feeling right uh, now? You can be, tell man. I'm worked up right yeah, now. Anxious, bro. You need Fuck. a Snickers I'm down. Get
1: a cigarette,
2: and another, cup you, <laughs> and <laughs> another cup of coffee. We calm down and have another cup of coffee. Damn,
3: bro,
1: can't catch a break.
3: Nah, no breaks given right here.
1: So I'm surprised you're
2: doing this podcast right now. Yeah. I was I was about to call it off, but can't the you can't, must go on. I'm not gonna be the one to stop the ship. He white, you no. Know?
3: Yes, don't stop the ship. I ain't stopping this. Ship. The only thing that stops the ship is a crisp pie five. Can I get one?
2: Oh <laughs> shit, that was a low I five. I just
3: had to throw it in there though. You know five. Five. It, it was, was a low five. Yeah. He's been low blowing it all night. Hey,
2: I don't... And he gave you the disrespectful left hand. Low just key. Saying. What if what if a person's left handed though? They, they, didn't they say that's like devilish? Are they just disrespectful left-handed? in general? Then? You know what's so crazy is uh, Peg. Where's the facts? Yeah. yeah, fact check us <laughs> on this shit. Something about left-handed people. So yeah. Cody's yeah. cousin uh, was born left-handed, and every time he used his left hand, they would like hit him. They would, uh, yeah, I know some crazy that's shit, dude. It's like, a messed up that's family. Re- out, that's a hazy. I'll tell you, new level, I'll tell bro. you first Damn. and foremost, that's a messed up family. I yeah. love them all though, not all of them, but well, you know. So they any time that he would do something with his left hand, they would like discipline him, not let him uh, use that hand. And then as he grew up, now he's a righty. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's a real thing, though.
1: That's a negative reinforcement, man. Yeah. I had a dude
3: whose dad was left-handed, and he ain't like his dad. But when they beat us in the state championship, he put his ring on his left hand just so he could dap me up with it Damn. to prove the point. And I said, <laughs> I see you, Demi Brewer.
2: Damn! Shots fired! <laughs> Shots fired! Paid hey, gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> Peg's got you, too. He's going to talk that shit. He's going to have a long day of work this yeah.
3: guy. Yeah. He's got to cut out for him today.
1: <laughs> so, look, man. I wanted to ask you. Because I I haven't, you know, like I said, we've known each other for a very long time. But yeah, it's, it's been a long story. period of time that we haven't even talked. So, I really don't know you. You know what I mean? If you think about it. We're
3: coming in Blake Canvas right now. So,
1: you know, I just find out out of nowhere through him that, you know, you've started up this business that you're mm-hmm. trying to get some entrepreneurship mm-hmm. shit going. And I'm just curious how you even got into liking the culinary aspect of things
3: oh well that's that's an easy one right there it started out being young yeah growing up with basically all women around me like my mom my grandma my great-grandma my great-great-grandma my sisters my aunts all them gotcha everybody in my family can throw down in the kitchen i mean they okay props to every all the women in my family can throw down in the kitchen Take that back. Not all of them. Majority of them can throw it <laughs> in the kitchen. Let's just say Let's that. Clarify. So uh, but just growing up and like everybody, like everybody spread out. We all grew up, you know, Bethlehem, Allentown, we separated, me, my mom, my sister, we moved down here. My aunt and um her her sons, Ozzy and Navar, they moved down here. My grandma moved down here, my other aunt moved down with us. I'm sorry, sorry, Steph. Um, but just everybody was separated, so you had holiday times where everybody would get together. Yeah. And if you got a, a functioning, dysfunctional family, like everybody loves each other so much, no matter how annoying you can put up with them, but then you get that tired of hearing them scream and yeah, yell. Right. But everybody shuts up at the table because yeah. the food is so good. You can be pissed off. The food's good. You're happy. You can be that sad. Was your the motivation. food's good. You're crying because it's like, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> you know, like, this is delicious. Right. Like, you know, you, you haven't seen somebody in a long time. You sit down at a table, you can have a good conversation. Hence, there's a table in front of us, right? You, there you go. Good conversation, right. so why not? It's never going out of business. Yeah, you you have to eat to live.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So that was the early
3: inspiration. That was the early inspiration. He's like, how can I, I
0: shut my family up? Yeah, Give basically. Some good food, yeah, right? yeah. Right. I
3: mean, I like I like to see when you take a bite of something. So you take a bite of my food. Scratch the whole salt and peppers. Don't disrespect Which I've disrespect never had, me. by the way. You get you can get some. You know, I got some lasagna making right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Lies. Oh, sure. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, basically. Seeing somebody take a bite of something that you've done, if you've you've worked all day on something, whether it's for a bite of something or you worked all day on a painting and somebody just appreciates every brush stroke that you've done in there or just your craftsmanship, whatever you put into something, that's what I fell in love with with the culinary field. Okay, And it was just... To see people's reaction, to see people get lifted, to see people's face go, I never liked Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. and right now you got me eating Brussels gotcha. sprouts. Yeah. I've never liked this, and you got me eating this. What is beef tongue? I don't know, but this is delicious. That would be a good positive response. That's it. That's, gotcha. that's what I live for.
1: Got gotcha. you. That's awesome.
2: Yeah,
1: that's dope. I, I mean, obviously, your passion comes through in that shit, you know, oh, the yeah. way that you talk about it. So I do have another question. Sorry. You know who Marco Pierre White is? I've talked about him before. Um, so he's the guy who mentored and tutored uh, Gordon Ramsay whenever okay. he came up anyway there's uh, oh, yes, uh, there's yes. there's uh, yeah, I remember there's an interview with him where he's talking about he talks about food in the same way that you do in the mm-hmm. same way that like you that's a good analogy every brush stroke somebody appreciates mm-hmm. that um, he talks about how people pour so much into their culinary craft that the consumer the end consumer can't, can't even necessarily appreciate it in mm-hmm. the way that you might would like for them to. Do you ever come across that? Like, you might have somebody eat that Brussels sprout and be like, wow, that shit was really good, but maybe they don't even understand everything that you had to do and put into that in order to produce that end result. Do you come across that feeling in you?
3: I, I don't because the, my style is different from most styles. Okay. Most of the time, you my food, you can look at it and, and kind of get the gist of what I'm trying to do with it. Mm-hmm. And if not, then it's easy for me to explain it to you. And when I explain it, then you can kind of pick up on it because my food is, is I'm a very modest cook. I'm, a, I'm the type of person that's not going to say my food's great. Uh-huh. I'm going to say it's, it's good. good. It's good. I'm going to say it's good. So, But I cook in, in what's the thing? I'm looking for uh, components and, and compartments, basically. Okay. So if you take a bite of the mashed potatoes, damn, those are good mashed potatoes. Take a bite of the green beans. Those are not good green beans. Take a bite of the turkey. That's good turkey. Right. You take a bite. You get a bite with the green beans and mashed potatoes and the turkeys. It's a whole womb. Now we're here. Got it. It's like a house. Okay, I like that house because the living room was nice. I really like the kitchen in there, but I wasn't too happy about the bathroom. Mm -hmm. No. You're going to love the whole house. Like every dish or every part of that dish is like a separate room into the house. And it's just a whole journey that you're going to take into it when you take a bite. And like I said, my, my style is not... I'm not trying to reach and, and set you off to a whole other level of something. I like to let the food talk for itself. Yeah. So I'm a salt, pepper, some herbs, barely any spices type of guy. Minimalist. That's it. If, it. if I'm getting chicken, I want you to taste how fresh that chicken is. How minimal that it's been injected with so anything. So the focus is on the product. Yeah. It's on the product. Yeah. I'm not about, hey, let's mask it with sauces. Let's mask it with this. I don't care to have all these fancy names balls. and everything like that. that. I I want you to enjoy something. I want to, I want to, basically everybody thinks my food's fancy. Mm. It's not, it's just plated fancy. Well, just from working fancy. with
2: you, I know that um, presentation means something to you. And you always tell me like, what do you eat with first? Your eyes. Mm-hmm. Your
3: eyes. When you roll to a, a, a restaurant, parking lot, first thing you see is the parking lot. Are they taking well care of the outside of the, yeah. of, the oh, yeah. of the business? Because cigarette butts, weeds. You're like, okay, if the place looks like this on the outside, what's it going to look like on the inside? Yeah, what's yeah. their sanitation score going to be? Yeah. What's the service going to be like? Yeah. You, you go inside. You, the first thing you do, you go to the bathrooms. Those are like two of the things that most people don't pay attention or restaurants lack on is the restroom and the outside. The first two things people see. If your restrooms are dirty, what else is dirty? Yeah. Because your restrooms are the site that people aren't seeing, but they're seeing all the time. If you think about right, it. Like right. you go in, you sit down, but everybody uses the restroom. Not everybody's going in your kitchen. But if yeah. your restroom looks like crap, and you know your guests are going in there, yeah, you got paint peeling off the wall, yeah. you got trim coming up, you got stains on the floor, you got crap in the toilet. you got no, it's true. Stuff like no toilet paper, soaps empty, no tissues. Like, I mean, it's just it's all these little things that add up right. that go into your whole aspect of when you go to the place, and it just it, you got to have it right.
2: Yeah, got you. So when did you like get the idea? Because you went to culinary school. Yeah. You know that you love cooking. When shout did out the Art Institute
3: of Charlotte, you know. Shout out. The International that. Culinary School.
2: When did you know that, like, okay, I want to kind of do my own thing. And what, like, <laughs> bring me back there to the the culmination of crisp. All
3: right. So what got me into wanting to do it like this? I've never been big on restaurants. So beforehand, I I went to school. I was working at Sprint. Um well, oh, sorry. I was at school, and before I went to Sprint, I was uh, I worked for Euphoria, which was a, a frozen yogurt place based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, they were doing everything in in store, making everything like blending the yogurt up, cutting the fruit up, and everything. It was it was taking Charlotte by storm, and then they had the biggest competition, I believe, was Minchies at the time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I left that. I actually ended up leaving school for a little bit to do that because I was eighteen. Got the job as uh, manager in training then I got uh, the store at South Park Mall we opened at South Park Mall which is a very nice mall in Charlotte then uh, we opened up another location off of Selwyn Avenue and I ended up later on getting that store so I was running two stores at 18 and I dropped the South Park store which was the number one store at the time went to Myers Park which was number seven brought that to number one and then they built Athens <laughs> Damn. Athens in Athens Georgia right at the college you know right blew my story out of the water i mean i can't compete with that so ended up uh seeing this girl she taught me into going back to school i go back to school um i'm starting to work at this big huge expo place it's called the park where they do like the southern christmas show the gun show the garden show and it's it's uh, like when i say huge it's like you can get over a thousand people in each separate building that's in there if not more and have venues and everything set up at the same time so we're feeding thousands of people yeah there's three kitchens in that place so we're feeding thousands of people at a time and now it's not necessarily like crazy good food but like you got breakfast scrambled eggs bacon sausage hash browns all different types of things you got lunch chicken sandwiches burgers hot dogs barbecue different things like that but it's like if you go to like a a coliseum or something the type of food that you would get there so there, I was like, This is cool, you know. Mass production, getting it out, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's fun. I'm finally like, This is my first actual like kitchen job. Um, but being behind mm-hmm. it, I didn't like that. Okay. I didn't like being in the back, not seeing if the people actually enjoyed yeah. the food because that's what I live for. Like, are you really liking it? The server could come back and say they really liked your food before they got there, they scraped everything in the trash. You mm-hmm. never saw it, yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, after that, I left there, started working at Sprint, left Sprint after about three years, finished school because like, I, I started to go back and I never really fully did it. I left, went back, got my degree, and... Um,
1: graduated at what age?
3: Graduated at 21. Okay. Graduated yeah. at 21. Yeah, it was uh, 2021. So it was... <laughs> I'm just kidding. 2011. <laughs> Showing your age, man. <laughs> I know, right? Goodness gracious. I feel Damn. old, man. But so, uh, so 2011, graduate. And um, from there... Get a, uh, a couple months later, I get a call and an email from the school, from HR, and um, she was like, we got somebody that's looking for a personal chef for a celebrity. We can't say who, but they got a couple of people, in i like an idea of what they mm-hmm. want. Got a couple people lined up for the interview. That's awesome. Um, so would you, would you be interested? I'm just like, sure, why not? You know, I've never done a personal chef thing. Yeah. Uh, I had a chef tell me that I was too talented for a cruise ship. He said, cruise ship, you're, he's like, you're really, you're really good at this, but you know, cruise ship, you're going to be sleeping there all day. You're going to be, you're going to live there for the next, however much your contract is nine months, seven months, six months, whatever. And you're going to be, you're going to be working 70 hours a week. You're not going to get exposure like you want. So, um, uh, do the interview. Come to find out, it was a, uh, he just got drafted to the Bobcats at the time, is, uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. And, um, so I was, working for him I went there I was one of the first chefs to go he called his mom after I did the uh the tasting with him and said he found who he wanted don't have the other chefs come it's no fire problem. bro so I mean but the funny thing was I asked what are the things he doesn't like and that's what I made oh really yeah I, that's that's, I'm the I that's the kind of guy I am that's the kind of guy I am if I can get you off of what you don't like there's nothing what else is there really yeah. other than that I feel confident enough that I can get you to try things. Yeah. And that's what I want you to do is try things. Step out of your comfort zone. You only live. You live every day, you die once, right? So let's change the saying of you only live once. There you go. We we live mm-hmm. more than once. There you go. You, know, you live mm-hmm. every you day. Look, yeah. You lived yesterday, I'm living the day. So, All right, so
2: keep going. When did Crisp? Chris?
3: So Crisp came after this. So I, I fell in love with being a personal chef. I was there for the season. Fell in love with being a personal chef. Um, never wanted to go back behind the kitchen again. Ended up going behind another kitchen, hated it, got a call from a, a sous chef that I went to school with, and he said he was actually the sous chef at the place I'm currently at now, the Peninsula Club, mm. and um, he said, we need a saute cook, and I was like, okay, so I went, got there, my boy Kevin that I went to school with ended up joining us as well, and uh, he had a farmer's market LLC. And we were like, yo, let's just do a little catering thing on the side, man. Let's do something like personal chef thing. I'm doing this now. I'm making great money doing that. It's fun working less. Your time, your food, your people, whatever you want to do. Right. You're a personal person. You're a good looking guy. I'm a personal. I feel like I'm good looking sometimes. Ladies, um, leave it in the comments. I mean, you see him <laughs> waving. <laughs> so um, Deadpool had just came out. So if you're wondering why it's a hand, Deadpool had just came out. Oh, and okay. he, couldn't, he couldn't pay so he told the dude, he said, can I give you a crisp high five? And that was mine and Kevin's thing. Kevin always walked around. You know why I wear red? So the black guys don't see me bleed. <laughs> and so that's his thing. So we'd always walk around crisp, man. Hey, give me a crisp one. That's a good idea. I like your shrimp ceviche dish. Chris. I like that dish. Crisp. So we just walk around. He had the Farmer's Market LLC. Mm-hmm. So we were going to do everything fresh, local, crispy, just like that. We had two ideas. Tyree and Kevin's occasions for total knockouts. TKO. Okay. But everybody, there's, there's, there's people that have that, you know. So I'm sitting there like, what if we did a, a logo made out of a hand that's made out of fruits and vegetables? Mm-hmm. That's smart. So I looked at online, there's nothing. There was nothing for me to go off of. I'm like, how would this happen? Like, is it going to be a hand that you trace and you just put it in there, fill it in? Or do you have it built? Like, this part of your hand is being structured by this and this. Right. So I called a guy we went to school with. Once again, I'm using, I'm trying to resource back to where I came from. So, That's resource awesome. and back. Dale Gray, shout out Gray Ink. He did the, he did the logo for me. So, if anybody needs a dope logo, Gray Ink. Remember that. There you go. Um, he did this first time. He sent it back to me. I said, "We got a winner. Let's do it." What do I owe you? And we went with it. That's awesome. And ever since then, the logo's been the talk of the town. Yeah. The food. I mean. It goes without saying, I mean, that's, I was never worried about my food. Speaks for itself. Speaks for itself. Speaks for itself. If you have to advertise your stuff, you're not doing something right.
1: Yeah, that's really cool, man. So that you, you were trying to use people who were local to you, people that you had kind of came up with, went through school with, and uh, just tapping into whatever resources you had available. Yeah. yeah. So it's not necessarily the kind of thing that you have to, you know, reach out (laughs) to some big, you know, graphics design company or whatever, you know, just trying to get people out there who might have similar aspirations, ideas. So that's pretty yeah.
3: cool. Um, Keep it home. Yeah,
1: that's dope. So when was that? When did you start? Uh, June 7th, 2018. 2018. Okay.
3: 2018. So you just had the one-year anniversary pass? Just had the one-year anniversary pass. I uh, got a little too drunk by myself <laughs> at, in my uh, where I went to high school in Denver. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because I was there by myself and I just got done doing a catering. Oh, so, you? yeah, I was like, ooh, it's an anniversary, you know, I'm going to get a drink. And uh, any, high school reunion, drunk? basically. It was like everybody went to high school with, really? all in there. I'm just like, dude, I turn around. This table's got people. This- you already drunk like, at the Yo. time? No, I had just, I, oh, okay. I had two drinks. And I was like, yeah, everybody's like, how you been? So I started my company. Oh, was, but this is a year anniversary. Man, I'm so happy for you. This and like, I remember growing, like, We would go to your house and you'd just be cooking something. Like you'd be in the pantry, you'd be grabbing the most random things. Like you were motivated by the TV show Chopped. Right. Like you would just grab random things and just make something. And it would always be amazing. Like lettuce and cake mix. I don't ever remember doing (laughs) that. But somebody said I did something like that. And I was like, they said I didn't know how it was gonna come out, but somehow you did lettuce, cake mix and some other ingredients, and it worked. And I was like, there's no way. I don't I don't recall, but hey, I'll take it.
2: But the yeah. thing that's dope is you took that talent instead of just resting on your yeah. morals of like, well, I'm just a good cook. Maybe something will happen for me one day. Maybe somebody will uh, – I'll catch somebody's eye. But you were like, no, I got to put something into action, make something of my own. And that's what's so dope. Yeah, you're yeah. proactive know? about
3: it. Yeah. Uh, I got to give shouts to Dion on that too, though. My boy Dion Henry. He's got, a, uh, he's got his own training in his own gym in Denver, and it's called uh, Rise Up Sports Performance. And uh, we always joked and everything. He said, I'm going to get a food truck. And as he said he's going to get a gym. And I said, okay, well, when you get a gym, I'll get my food truck. So two years into him having his gym, I still have no food truck, yeah. you know, and everything. Still had no catering. So now I believe he's three years or three three to four years into having a gym. And uh, I'm a year and some change into having a catering company now. So,
2: well, it's so important. to so- so- Yeah, yeah. And surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded and want to go after something, yeah. instead of just hanging out with the people that want to do the same shit every single day, and like uh, you are who you're. What's the saying? Like you're you like are. You are who you company. People. Yeah. 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 and that's what's been so cool coming down here and like uh like brad said you know we we've part we've all parted ways in some way so you know working together we've gotten to know each other better and we all summer we've been having these like really in-depth conversations about about everything not only just like business and uh our aspirations of what we want to do and where we see ourselves but like uh you know, even just the stuff that we always talk about on Stop the Ship, like the mind and uh, you know, the stuff that we go through and the stuff that we struggle with. And it's just cool to have progressive conversations like that. That's something I like about yeah, for sure. Our friendship. Um Yeah,
1: it's real beneficial, man. Is it is it kinda like a magnetic thing, like maybe it was it was fate in a way that we all got drawn back together because we are like minded in that sense, you know? I mean I don't feel like any of us are bums, you know, I don't feel like we're necessarily content with where we are I don't feel like any of Ooh. that you know? but yeah just ask for some money this morning yeah man. it's all good just... <laughs> that, that don't make you that don't make nah, you yeah, a that bum. don't mean shit but that nah, don't make you nah. a bum Dave Chappelle's new stand up Sticks and Stones if you, if you ain't seen it have you seen if it if you ain't seen it so, see it so yeah and he's like whenever I was talking to my father you know he's like we grew <laughs> up poor man he says son poor is a mindset. Yes. And that's yes. the same thing with being a bum. It is yeah. true. Even if you ask for some money, that's still a mindset. <laughs> yeah, son, we're broke. We're broke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that <laughs> was money. that was a good stand up. I, yeah. I really appreciated that He's one. really getting a lot of shit for
3: that, you know. Uh, he Everyone put a lot he comes of shit out, out, out with he is so great. And he's straightforward with it. And he said he wasn't gonna say it, he turned around and said it. Mm-hmm. You know? He had, <laughs> It's Chappelle. I mean, what what are you gonna do? He's Probably the goatler. He's still selling. All right. <laughs> yeah, <it's> Chappelle, man. <laughs> I grew up watching Chappelle, man. You know, say, this is premium leopard. I say, you
0: know.
2: Oh, yeah. That's the... <laughs> doing that's, so long. You know what's <laughs> crazy is that's the skit that he walked out on. Yeah. The one that you're talking yeah. about? That yeah. was season three of the Chappelle show. That's the one that he yeah. walked out on yeah. and went to Africa. I don't think I ever realized that it was only three seasons. That... Yeah, it was actually only two seasons. The third Chappelle, season, Chappelle. they have four episodes. Chappelle, the rest Chappelle. is uh, Chappelle, Chappelle. Donnell Rawlings and Ow. Charlie Murphy. Ow! <laughs> Ow. That shit was so cultural. It just speaks, <laughs> yeah, it
1: just speaks to how great yeah. it was that it was only two
2: seasons and it left that big of an impression. Yeah, huge. The way that he would have like musical guests on at the end, and it was yeah. always what was hot at the moment. It wasn't yeah. like uh, things that were relevant at the time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's like, a beast, man. And I
1: look at him. You know, everything worked out. Like I guess anything, he, he believed okay. in himself. He said, "Fuck this. I don't. This doesn't feel right." He yeah. left. And now he's come back in the Danger Way. He's got all these specials he's doing with Netflix.
2: It's just about staying consistent. Like, staying. I'm sure he's had so many setbacks in his career. Yeah. It's just about just keep moving forward, push past all that shit. Don't let somebody's opinion on anything about you stop you from where you're trying to go. Right. You know, that's. It's like to have those blinders on is what you have to have in order to, you know, accomplish your dream. Yeah. It's real difficult.
3: Uh, to Never forget. I'm trying to think if it was uh, it was Colt American Horror Story Colt, um, the season where there was a big girl, and um, the guy she was like into this one guy, and he said to her, uh, she said something about they they call me ugly and they call me fat, they make me feel not pretty, and he said if never let anybody tell you that you are something that you're not. Yeah. And he looked at her and she was she just smiled and I was like it's all it's a mindset. Everything is. It's a mindset. You don't mind, so it don't matter. It's mind over matter. Yeah. All day.
2: It's like what we talked about in the last episode. Like, people can create a narrative for you that's not even really you. Right. It's just...
1: And it's our call whether we accept that narrative or not. Yeah. Different,
3: Different perceptions every day.
1: Yeah. And it goes past that, too. You know, like, I've encountered situations even recently in my personal life where it's like... I'm having negative things thrown at me and I am absorbing them and I'm letting it influence my mind in and yeah. the way that I feel. And so now I've got a negative perceptive a perception of my day, my day shit, you know, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it really is like, <clears throat> and then I, I go through the mental processes of like, I have control over that. shit. You really do. I really man. do. And, it, and, but even still, even though I knew I had control over it, I was still having a shit day cause I couldn't get over it. But, um, But it's a real thing. It's like whether I choose to accept that or not. So same thing, keeping those blinders on, staying laser focused on what you want to do.
3: There was a meme I saw on Facebook the other day, and it was saying how, um, how uh, like the same thing you were saying right there. Your perception of how your day goes and everything. Nobody has a a a bad day or anything like that. It's something bad that happens that you just hold on to for too long, and it sets the tone for your day. But every day is a good day. Yeah. Every day is a good day. Wake up. up Wake up like it was on purpose. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I I saw that a long time ago, and it just it really hit. It was wake up like like it was on purpose. Don't just wake up to get the day going. Wake up like it was like you got stuff to do. You got people to influence. You got a memory to be made. You got a stamp to put on the world. Live your life. Don't let anybody tell you that you're nothing. Don't let anybody tell you that you could do better because everybody moves at their own pace right everybody has their own timeline yep there's another meme i saw was the different timeline thing it said that this timeline is three hours behind this one's five hours ahead just because you're doing this now it doesn't mean that they're not going to get to it yep. or that they haven't done it yet everybody okay. has their own timeline but we're all still going yep i'll say that And hit.
2: life is just what you make it like One person, a negative thing happens and, okay, it ruins my day or my Mm. week. And then another person, the negative thing happens and that motivates them. Like some negative things can motivate people instead of like sapping your energy. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I know the brain is complicated. It's not just like, oh, well, I choose to look past it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's what we've talked about that we're working on. In In the last 24 hours, like I've had so much different shit.
0: Right uh <laughs> man, I my, my
2: laptop crack, cracked laptop you, you, cracked you didn't i got pulled over this morning uh speeding luckily the dude was nice and let me out with that would that be some warning. shit if you had got a ticket for speeding and then it's the same cop who comes for the? yeah that'd rear-ending? be crazy yeah
0: so all that yeah. and uh yeah.
2: you know yeah. don't get me wrong it like it's not fun but like i don't really care yeah you know what i'm saying
3: why I care, like, bro? It already yeah, happened. Yeah, why? It already happened. Like and that. then
2: it would just spill. Like, so if it did matter, then you know all that stuff just happened. We come here to record the podcast, and if I let that negativity just like swarm me and fill me, then yeah, I'll just be sitting here like yeah. quiet as fuck while like my two friends are having a good time, and it's like fuck all that that yeah. happened, bro. Let's yeah. have a good fucking time. What like everything always works out, right? And it doesn't always work out. But for the most part, it fucking works out. The only way it doesn't work out is if you, if, if you, you die, dying. Yeah, you know, it's the only way. So like anytime anybody ever stresses about, a you know, and I've done it for most of my life. Anytime anybody ever stresses about a bill and like, you know, mm. the walls start closing in and you're just like, how am I going to get this done? Yeah. But have you ever been homeless? Maybe you have not, not me
3: as I, an adult, I, but I, as a young one. Yes. As yeah. Well, a young yes,
2: just right. in general, but you're not anymore. Right. Huh? You know, and, and kind of thing. You know, you paid that bill. Maybe you didn't pay, it and you still got to pay it. But you know, you're never. Ju- the only loss is if you die from that, right? You yeah. know, you just gotta. You just gotta keep pushing just, forward. Don't let that as shit long bother as you, ain't dead, You still gotta yeah, I just paid. I, I just
3: paid back a debt from four years ago.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I Venmoed it to him and said sorry. It took years. He called me right after and said, you are a man of your word.
2: He's like, where's the interest, motherfucker? (laughs) Right? (laughs) He said,
3: you're a man of your word. I said, hey, man, I I just want to apologize for being so long. But, you know, had a couple of upsets, and I I had to prioritize the right things. And not saying that you're not one of them, but, hey, there's other things that are more important Mm -hmm. right now. Right. Got to take care of I Got mouths to feed.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I got a kid that I loaned. I loaned him a couple hundred dollars, like, last year. And, uh, like, I don't care about it, right? It's not even anything. The matter. guy's watching. Really yeah, like, he's talking about it. What's his name? <laughs> Call him out. I really couldn't care if he pays <laughs> me He's in not. the comments. Like, yeah, the <laughs> Trolling. <laughs> but no, he keep, he's, like, continually keeps coming back to me. He's like, listen, I forgot about that money. Yeah. I'll pay you back. That's and good. I was like, you were in a hard, a hard time. Like, I, I really don't care if I get it back. But, you know, I did that for a reason. Just to yeah. help you yeah. out and yeah. shit.
2: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's what makes everything like worth it too. If you're if you get to a point where you're able to help somebody out that was in your same position yeah, because you know the feeling. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Respect the hand that you know has nothing to give but offers everything. Fuck Respect yeah. that.
1: My man got, my man's loaded on, what'd you go to the, the Facebook meme page before you came here? <laughs> <laughs> right before no, the camera's on, he's just man. I've
3: been, I've been through a lot. I'm a, I'm, I'm what I call a, a social sponge. Okay. So basically, or as what they yeah, say now, like empath, or what is it? What is it called? Uh, empath, in, or something? Yeah, it's, it's something about you. Like you're so empathetic to everybody, yeah, or something yeah. like that. I think so I'm something like, sh- like that, too. So, like, I, that's what I, I basically, once I saw that, I, I even posted it on Facebook, and I was like, maybe I should get a dog, because at the end of the day, the dog took all of it from the dude. So, uh, like, basically, like, I've always. If you have something, you know, I'll take it in. You know, I'm going to try my best to help you, and I'm going to try my best to help you. I can have my own things, but since I know you guys got something going on, I'm not going to share mine with you because, you know, you got something going on. Yeah. Right. And even at the end of the day, when your stuff gets fixed and finished, I still won't share mine with you because it's not... from To me, I feel like if I can help everybody else, I should be able to help myself. Yeah. But I've learned over the years, you everybody needs help. Everybody yeah. needs somebody... You need help too, to, bro. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dude, and, hey, don't, I mean, don't it took, do that for it too took, long, Tyrese. It took me the longest. Like I, I sat there. I broke down. I was at my house, and I was just like, why can't somebody just say, hey, I want to help you? I won't take it. Just say it. That's all I need. Yeah. Just say, hey, you want, you want me to do this for you? Right. No, I'm good. I got it. Just but that's the, why you give like, so much yeah.
2: because all you want is for one person to do that back. That's it. I you just know, want
3: people to pay it forward. But
2: that's why you're so giving. Yeah. And like that's that's the things that we go through. It's like uh, you know, we project onto others the shit that we go through. Mm-hmm. And it's a great quality that you help so many people out. Um, but like he said, you need to help yourself out too. And yeah. I'm sure you do. I'm not I'm just speaking in general.
0: Yeah. Um but it took me a long time <clears throat>
2: it, it took me a long time to learn that because you can't help anybody out if, yeah. if you got nothing, yeah. you know? If you don't fill back up that reservoir, you can't pour into nobody else. Yeah, Yo, we're just it's dropping true. gems
1: over for
0: here.
3: Real. <laughs> I know what it's this for. I'm going to get a bucket of. to get all these gems off of this right. floor. Yeah. Yeah. Making a making bracelets all night. That hey,
1: Loki, no that night whenever uh, you were over here and we were watching that fight and you brought over to the scratch off, yeah. I knew you left it. Yeah, I know. as you were
2: walking out the door, he was eyeing it the yeah, side of his eye all the time.
1: No, as you're walking him. out, I'm like sliding it in my yeah, pocket, see him A little ten dollar scratch off.
3: First thing he says to me, "Why, why are you sweating? <laughs> 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 why are you sweating? Yeah, man, <laughs> made me feel real big. <laughs> Sweat. I only, like.
1: only do that because you know I know what it's like."
3: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I sweating man? right now. You came in talking about, so what's the air on in here? You I know? know. It felt good for me. <laughs> it to me. the first thing for You for went. To yeah, like, that's what's almost, the air on in here, man? <laughs> that's
1: every time, bro. I was looking out for you.
3: That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, he didn't want me to sweat, man. Yeah, yeah. and that fresh, crisp Be shirt. Glistening on the camera. Yeah,
1: right there. Hey, hey, it's right there. Was, it's right there. Crisp. That's what you should do. You should start your own little podcast, your little cooking show or whatever. Yeah. Wear that, and every time hey. you're like, hey, go subscribe. Flex that left peck. And
3: zoom in on that. Peg this. The next time I'm here, we all gonna have a dish. Oh, We're yeah, gonna be oh, yeah. that's a eating. good idea. And it's yeah. gonna be critique hour. Oh, I okay. bet you it's gonna be silent. This... All you're gonna hear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I bet
3: so too. It's <laughs> gonna be good.
2: <laughs> like he talks of like all this about cooking and going to culinary school. Like it's just a burger. Yeah, <laughs> that that's it. It's just a burger. It's just a burger. Two pickles. Peanut Shane be jelly.
3: like, yo, this the this the best thing we've had. Hold on, <laughs> hey, that's a supportive frame face. This is like the best sandwich. <laughs> Swear.
2: That's how you gotta do it, bro. <laughs> it's, it's no emotion. Don't let him no read emotion, you. No emotion, bro. It's the Irish. The like, next bro. day, this <laughs> is the reason,
3: best bro. sandwich I've ever had. <laughs>
2: yeah. There's this comic that talks about uh, Irish people. He's like, they just hold everything in. They won't show any emotion. <laughs> right. He's like, he's like uh, the one, the, the guy. His son will die, and he'll be like, all right, bury the boy. Bury <laughs> the boy. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. I feel like I've seen that for some reason I forgot who it might be Jim Jeffries or somebody oh, wow. like that Jim Jeffries that's, that's hilarious though gun, but gun, yo gun, control, gun, control. you guys wanted to get into some uh, this or that little this this, little
0: this. Or you can what, get that? with
3: that you can get with this or you can get with that you, you, can, can, get get with this, you can get with this or you can get, get with that, that or you can get with this cause this is where it's at Hey,
2: yeah. I All don't right. got one I just, <laughs> I, just to, I just wanted to bring up the, <laughs> I the second I just want to participate that's funny
1: all right man in the spirit spirit of this culinary uh, episode and everything Uh, uh. mcdonald's
2: or wendy's (laughs) culinary (laughs)
1: because i had to hit him with the you know i I already
2: know what you're gonna pick because we've had this conversation oh y'all have (laughs) Wendy's, wendy's wendy's man he's all about that fresh never frozen yeah oh is that what it is yeah
3: Okay.
1: The, you should
2: peep the logo.
3: One more time, Peg.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, but do you believe that it's never frozen?
3: I, I, don't, I don't honestly because so so you know, you know that I don't like, want I don't want to put too much info out there. But everybody that's like into the restaurant, and it's pretty big now. Like you got food trucks everywhere, so everybody knows. Okay, fresh baked. Oh, that doesn't mean that they made the dough there. Right, it means yeah. that they baked the bread there. Yeah, A house made or made in house. Doesn't mean that it was all the way 100% made in-house. It means they could have got the bag and the other bag, put it together, heated it up, mixed it, blended, it, and put it as made in-house. Got it. They took two different things and put it together. Doesn't have to be fully from scratch. You're cutting tomatoes, cutting onions, carrots, celery, da-da-da-da, put that in there. Oh, I got tomato sauce. No, you can get this. I mean, like, if I want to expose some places... I'm you? not going to do that. You're you going to have
1: Wendy's coming at you hard on Twitter. You keep. On hey, but I'm going to tell you right now.
3: <laughs> Wendy's, you know me personally, I like you guys, but I don't eat fast food. So. You but don't if, at all? Whew, I can't say it at all. Excuse me. Uh-huh. Excuse me. It was yeah, weird. Can't you just say burped it at the
0: same time. Damn stain yeah.
3: on your shirt says otherwise.
0: Hey, oh, man, why you call me out, bro? <laughs> I don't even know where it is
2: either. There you go. <laughs> you ain't got no stain on that <laughs> shirt, bro. All, all right. Sure. I pick. Dun, dun, dun. McDonald's. Do you? Yeah. Damn. I like that Big Mac sauce, bro. I'll get that double quarter pounder. Bottle a thousand
1: dollars in the fridge, bro. I'll get that
2: quarter pounder, add Big Mac sauce. Fuck the Big Mac. Just put the put that sauce in.
3: Anybody who's had my Big Al's burger up at Big Al's in Mooresville, you let me know who's got the better Big Mac sauce.
2: This guy's just a promoting machine over here. First of all. (laughs) Everything you're calling it Big Mac sauce no you
3: that's okay lost. sorry I don't call it Big Mac sauce I call it a Big Al sauce which yeah. you know you got to pay me for that hey. what about you
1: out of those oh man mm. hey, it depends on what I'm getting honestly that's, All right, that's what it is man.
3: yeah, yeah. you get that Baconator man. yeah you
2: know what crushes everything on today. McDonald's <laughs> Crushes today.
3: everything, because you can get a single, nah, double, or triple. Good. And I think you can get a quadruple now.
2: I had oh a double. Oh, see. oh, I thought you were going to say quadruple. I, thought, oh I was just saying say he had fallout right on his podcast. <laughs> I almost didn't make it to the podcast. Triple
3: bypass, <laughs> guy. <laughs> was it you
2: that hit me in the fucking car? He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> right outside <laughs> oh, the window.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, <So, laughs> just had to change shirts. That's why it took so long. Man, <laughs> man, <laughs> man. No All right, man. Let
1: me hit you with another one. Okay. This is off the top. All right, so up all right. All right, man. So but you I'm got not a rapper. Business. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't got one, man. He ain't got one. Got one. He, nah. he bailed. Nah, yeah, I had to bail out. Dip now. Tyree's got, got one.
0: I
3: got amazing. one, but it's a little inappropriate. That's,
2: okay. that's, what, that's what we like on here. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> it's inappropriate. Oh, shit.
3: Would you rather.
2: I'm sweating even worse
1: now. Yeah, you're going to be
3: sweating. All right, man. Would you but rather man. eat shit for breakfast for the rest of your life every day or that's pretty tough. Or <laughs> watch your mom get smashed out two times a week for the rest of your life.
1: Well, I ain't got a fucking horse in that race, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good.
3: I mean <laughs> <eating> shit. <laughs> nah,
2: no, you're gonna have to watch it. So. You're
3: gonna have to watch. You gotta. All right. Well, grandma then.
2: I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You know <laughs> look the look good at, thing look. is just the this or that segment yeah. doesn't matter. To me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Dude, I could never. I could eating shit every day would be horrible. Yeah, hey, you get used to it. But two times a week
3: to watch your mom to get watch your mom down.
2: for the rest of your life. That means when life. I'm fifty. Like, that's the 1,000th time I've seen her. Can
3: you kill your mom, Dog, can you think and about I'm gonna it? I'm going to do
2: the math, and if I was right on do that. Do the
3: math. Do the math. There's 52 weeks in a year. You got to see like it two it. times a week. I had a rough That's 104 day. days out of the year, <laughs> 365 that you got to watch your mom. That's a quarter. Or no, sorry, not a quarter. I take that back. That's a third. It's 104 of the year,
2: times basically. a year you got to watch your mom. That's
3: almost a third.
2: A third of what?
3: Of the year that you got to watch your mom get banged out.
2: You know, like
1: that From last... From start like, to finish. That last, like, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, I'll pick the shit. That last three weeks, you're like, Mom, wrap this shit. Up.
3: Come on, Yo, you'd be like, yo, you yeah. keep doing this. You keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Switch it up,
3: Mom. Yo, come on. This, this is, is lame, dude. Again? What would yo, you do? I'd eat the shit. Yeah,
2: I gotta eat the I'm this
3: sorry. I mean, shit. Give it to me on a golden spoon. <laughs> I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on mom yeah. hurry up eat this shit bro,
2: I couldn't eat no shit you said every day
3: yeah every day nah. for breakfast just for but breakfast but dude
2: after a year you get used to it you put a little chili powder on yeah, that like like bro, like sriracha experience. sriracha yeah bro, bro some, some sriracha a shitty shit. omelette yeah, He's a cook, bro. He could make that shit taste like caviar. Well, okay, see, but that's unfair.
1: You got advantages. I don't... Hey, he didn't know, say how I you had to say, eat it. I yeah, say I just gotta eat it. I'll be like mixing it up in ramen and
3: shit. Yeah, you can mix it up in ramen. You, you know get, you get a hot it's dog. It's still bun. gonna be gritty. All right, ah, man, be you watching. never ate
1: shit? I'll be watching Mama. Oh. You know what I'm saying?
3: No. You never ate shit? I can't say that. So you tell me you that. never wiped your ass and got shit on your finger? Yeah, but... You wash your hands every time you go to the bathroom.
2: When I
0: take a I shit, hope so. actually, if I you take a shit. Out of hope so. We're cooks, bro. I hope you so.
3: That's why I say I hope so. So now you're trying to set them up. Yeah, hey, you heard it here first. Hey, that's all right. Like he talking about punching babies. That's a uh,
2: quality. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sometimes you gotta lay out a baby, bro. <clears throat> oh man, no nah. <clears throat> nah, baby. Nah, that's too much, bro.
1: Nah, man, the baby gonna make you it. Been hanging out with
3: this fuck too long the baby gonna, gonna make him it's yeah. crazy scenario. hey man Corey yeah. holcomb so bad, said he man. had a side job and his side job was selling baby clothes outside abortion clinics oh, like shirts that say hey, mama we can make it
2: damn he probably made a killing <laughs> but <Ba-dum. laughs> <No. laughs> you know pegs gonna throw it in there too
1: yeah. <laughs> hey. hey what's the uh what's the it's not um butter it's not sushi <laughs> but it's the other, other sashimi kind of, is it sashimi or, or is nigiri
3: Nigiri is the one that the, the fish is over top of the rice. Sashimi is just the fish itself.
1: It's just the fish itself? Just the fish itself. Okay, so nigiri or sushi?
3: Uh, nigiri. Yeah. nigiri. Yeah? You get to every day. time. I love nigiri. Out. Nigiri is so, it's just so, like, refreshing. And yeah. I, I can't really explain how, nice. like, sushi's got, that, like, a lot of components and flavor balances that are going around, and, and it's good. Uh-huh. But nigiri just, it's like it's like a one-bite thing. And it's this is the funny thing. So how nigiri started was, um, and uh, don't quote me on the names of anybody, of the kings or the emperors or whatever, but, because I know you be fact-checking all the time, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But you can fact-check the story that uh, (laughs) uh, in Japan, there was an emperor and he got tired of just having uh, sashimi.
2: Oh, they had a documentary about that, The Emperor's New
1: Groove. (laughs)
3: Which is just... (laughs) (laughs) yeah, So sashimi, (laughs) which is just a fish itself. That wasn't a documentary? No, 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 no. Come on, couscous uh so uh that was he's just got like, the <laughs> devil
2: and <in> the what do you
3: want from me All right. okay this ladder right here no, not, no um but <laughs> so uh i'm just gonna do the couscous voice. so uh he had to see he's tied to the sushi and everything so uh he said he wanted something that was more of a a little uh, a little heavier but still light and so uh
1: i am like, that's a damn tall request. You know what I'm, saying,
3: you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what do you want me to I give you an iPhone? want to be heavy. Brother. You want an iPhone? You want something big and small at the same time? <laughs> like, what do you want? So, no, he he took some rice and he just slapped the fish on top of the rice. Well, you got to put a little stroke of wasabi and then a little bit of the fish on the top. You think they have wasabi they back then, bro? It. Yeah, wasabi's been around for a while, man. Okay. Wasabi's a pea. What is what? Yeah, that's what I asked. It's a pea. It's, it's a a wasabi pea. pea. Yeah. It's naturally hot like that? It's naturally hot.
1: Damn, bro. That's cool.
3: So you, like, so, oh, you, ever wonder... yeah, you ever wonder? Yeah, that's how the Gary started. You ever wonder how many people die trying all these foods out?
2: Oh, right. Hey, that Asian yeah. accent you just did was... was real racist. That's a hey, how that's many people? That's died? the Hangover,
3: bro. It's, the, it's from the Hangover, man, Mr. Chow. But did you die?
1: But did you die? <laughs> yeah, I
2: thought about that. Like all the trial and error you had to have had. Over Dude, who history? found salt? Like, who was just like, yo, if I put this on this, yeah. how many things did he try before that? He tried dirt. I guarantee you he tried dirt. Oh, yeah. He yeah. tried, what other, like, grain is there? He tried maybe gravel. Yeah.
0: Rocks. Some kind of oh, rocks. rocks. Yeah. Kidney
2: stones. Definitely. Kidney stones. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just got a little pinch of kidney stone. All right, how so, many
3: birds did they eat before they realized... A chicken is probably the best one to
2: have. Dude, there's so many. I bet you they ate all of them. Yeah, let's just try this eagle. Come on now. They could, Yo, they could eagle, have eagle the jackpot right Eagle there. might be fucking pretty good. Eagle? It might be. I bet you they got chicken first. Chicken's on the land. It's easier to catch.
1: You you ever
3: caught a chicken? To have turkey first. You ever caught a chicken? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peg, get <hit> that face. <laughs> You ever caught a chicken though? Boy, I, you
1: didn't I, know I, we, we, we haven't hung out in a long time, man. man. That, are like, from, yeah, from age well, seven, turkey uh, or whatever, from grade but. seven to grade eight, boy. had yeah. yeah, a chicken coop, I was out there every
3: day. Yeah. yeah, grade seven to grade eight. Yeah, that's how I blew my ankles well, yeah. out so
1: many times. They're real agile too.
3: Yeah, they are. Yeah. You ever pick them up? You can just do this, and the head just stays the same. Yeah, man, it just stays, there.
1: stays right like there. It Stays
2: right there. Nah, man. Yeah, I really tore my ankles up back then. Yeah. So All right, so I want to wanna throw a curveball in here. All right, throw it. And, yeah. uh, you know, <clears throat> if I don't know if this is something, like, you're planning on working on. So if you don't want it out, we could always fucking cut it out. But you've talked to me about uh, the thing that you want to do one day called Just Cause. Yeah, yeah. So can you talk about that a little bit?
3: Just Cause. Just Cause. Uh, just Cause started a long time ago with me. Just, just... like you said I'm the type of person that I care a lot and I want to see people doing the right things seeing people do good things like people tell me all the time hey you know you're a really good person I'm like no I'm not this is just what everybody should do well thanks for doing that that's what everybody should do I don't don't think twice about it I'm not trying to do it I don't want it for the clout I don't want it for the fame so you're saying if you hold the
1: door open for somebody and they just completely ignore you that don't piss you off
3: I mean, it, on, it, you man. know what I'm saying? Like it kind of gets to me, but that's because I'm just like you should be polite. Like yeah, it, yeah. it's just my opinion. It's not I don't I don't care if you say thank you, just acknowledge be like you can be on the phone Cool. What if they you, just hit you with a
1: middle finger? As if they, they hit me with
3: out. a middle finger, I'm going to hit them with the door. The back, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I didn't have to hold it. And I did it just because. Is that why my <laughs> so, door is broken, bro? Yeah, yeah. no, man. The door is broke because the door is broke. Yeah. Okay. okay, we weren't here. I the just tree had to, falls just in just the wood. Does it make sense? Sure. First of
1: all, that door is a mindset, son. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, sorry. All right, ahead. so no.
3: So just because, basically, I wanted to do that a long time ago and just, hey, you see public started doing the thing when publics they they walk you out to your car you got a bunch of groceries they do that just because it's a nice thing to do girl scouts or boy scouts started walking older elderly people across the road just because it's a nice thing to do right so as why do we stop when we're kids from doing these things because we have these uninhibited minds that are are like a, a reaction of our or not a reaction but like just like whatever it is from our our economy that we're in or our surroundings our environment and everything like we go from being I don't know if that person's black or white to I don't like black people I don't like white people being racist being sexist being feminist being just hateful it's all all class it's all all, yeah it's it's all like yeah classes like everybody it's like you got classes and everything like we're all humans at the end of the day the world still turns around so why do we stop why can't we just go back to it and it's just cause what Cause we need to stop the ship right mm-hmm. can i get an amen amen bro. <laughs> All right so just cuz basically is doing things just cuz right there's a there's a person doesn't have to be elderly doesn't have to be a, a pregnant person doesn't have to be a female then could be anybody they got a cart full of stuff help them load it up they might be the world we live in now you you might be timid for somebody to do that because you really don't know what people's motives are mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. but if we can get back to where the doors don't have to be locked all the time. Yeah. You could leave things outside and not worry about it getting stolen. The worst thing that happens on the block is your cat going up a tree and you can't get it down or a little Johnny hitting your window with a baseball on accident. Yeah. You know, like when I know we're not going to get back to that, but can we start find somewhere. decency? It's a ripple effect, you know? The whole rip the that was thing the, in there. And, the next point. Yeah?
2: That yeah. I want to do to talk about cuz we've talked about it a bunch. Yeah. But you're just cuz you were it's talking about like eventually doing something uh, like as a yeah like a charity and set up like uh,
3: just like just helping out donations to this person this 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 huge thing habitat for humanity or habitat like building houses just cause not because this person's been through everything. They've, they got seven kids and they lost this because of this, whatever, just cause we have so many people, so many veterans that are homeless on the street. So many people that have just had a bad life upbringing Mm. and never knew how to do better for themselves. The, 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 what is it? The, uh, it starts with a P I'm trying to, I'm drawing a blank. No, the, uh, the jail, uh, penal system, Oh. Yeah, the penal system. Mm-hmm. The penal system's so jacked up. It's yeah, yeah. like my aunt, the one I was talking about that moved down and everything, she got hit and she got hit and she died and so did her her granddaughter. The same the chick's rap sheet was so long, but she got like what, 5 years and a chance of parole at 4. It's crazy. But people selling drugs can get locked up for right. 10 plus years. Yeah. So, what about the people that are in the penal system? If you ever watch the show on Netflix, uh when they see us about the kids, the oh, Central yeah, Park Five, that were wrongly that. accused for raping a chick in in New York. And they all served time and they all got awarded the highest pay rate that New York has ever paid anybody because they spent their time in there. And now the one guy that wasn't even at the park that got beat and raped when he was in jail, he took his money and put that towards getting a better system for the penal code and everything, getting it set up yeah. for like... Jails and everything, like to help mentor people that are mentally handicapped because he was, and the uh, different things. So it's like, can we just get to where we're working together as a team instead of tearing each other down? Yeah. Oh, you don't have on Jordans? so I'm want to tear you down. No, be nice. Just because. Just because. Get athletes involved because people look up to them. Yeah. It's right. not for clout, like I said. It's just to get humanity back. Like we're so lost as people. Yeah. And I I hate seeing that. Like I I get used all the time empathy. I get used all the time because. I want to see the good in everybody. I want to see the good in everything. Yeah. Dog bit that person. You know what? It's a dog. It's an animal. But we can fix that. Can't fix everything, but we can try to correct it. If we can't, then we have. There's something else that can be done. There's always something that can be done before it takes a toll.
2: Yeah. Really yeah so man. be on the lookout for just cause. Just cause. stop the ship is gonna collab and throw some, those helping hands in there. Yeah. Nah, I think that's cool, man bunch of babies and yeah. then um you know this is something that me and you have talked Hold about okay. but yeah that's that's really cool like um you know the whole concept of just cuz and you when you roll that out one day like you already do it in your own personal life of just yeah. doing small things just cuz but when you do what you said and have like a like charity events and shit Mm -hmm. like that uh that'll be so cool man charity
3: events hosted by you know crisp catering you know dabbling both sides of the work um the other day i actually did some stuff with it um i forgot where i was at but i bought something and then the people behind me had stuff and i bought their stuff and
2: oh you paid it forward yeah
3: paid it forward and they were just like you didn't have to do that our stuff costs more than yours I said all you have to do is pay it forward just pay it forward just I've done that twice since I've been down you don't here. even have to buy somebody else's stuff just pay it forward just yeah. do three acts of kindness yeah and um they were like okay sure sure and the girl she was like well you know what I'm gonna buy this person's stuff and then the other guy that was with her said he's, he went to another line and bought somebody else's stuff and after that I don't know if it kept going right but you know I was just like just pay it forward and I was at, um, what's the bar? At uh, Tropicana one night. I never met these girls. It was it was her birthday. This lady had just turned 44 or something like that. And um, they lived all the way in Statesville. And I'm like, well, you know, I got to go to Mooresville anyway. And, you know, instead of you paying for an Uber on your birthday, this would be my birthday gift for you. And she was like, well... Oh, that's so nice. And her friend was all skeptical. Like, you you know, was just we don't to know smash. this guy. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, No, so, <laughs> nah, nah, so like, she's like, we don't know this guy. We don't know. I was like, and you're not gonna know your Uber driver,
0: right? So
3: what's the difference? Like, at least that's you true. know my name. You know I have a company. You have my card that has my phone number. It has my email address. She's my friend on Facebook now. I mean, what am I gonna do? You've right. been here. I, everybody out here knows who I am, really. So if you leave with me, you're they're gonna know who I was. So like why would I wanna do anything anyway? And she's like, Why blah, blah blah blah. So we leaving and they were talking about how they were hungry. So I went to McDonald's and I bought I bought their food and they were like, No, let's pay you. McDonald's we will pay you. We'll pay you.
2: Not Wendy's.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's what they wanted. You know what I'm saying? So That's what he, Wendy's is Wendy's closed, open closed anyway right. at this time. <clears throat> right. Uh so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It'll stay open at late. Nah, they, 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 not late night. <laughs> uh so get their food, you know, they try to pay me. I'm like, no, this is just just be nice, just be nice. Just you know what I'm saying? You teach Sunday school and everything like that, and it's your birthday. Just pay it forward. That's all I want you to do. Just cause, and I even said just cause. They're like just cause, and I was like, yeah, just care, unite, share. Just, just do something. You know, just bring it together. Just do it. Just because. Just cause.
2: Yeah. And that's not him just blowing smoke. Like, uh, you know, he's helped me out a lot. Just, uh, just since, since Yeah, just cause. all the
1: time. Just cause. I love sushi. But you know, and that positivity that that's infectious. You know. Fuck like you were yeah, saying, man. it's got like the ripple
0: effects.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, it does.
2: Splash. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, we talk about on this podcast, you know, we both grew, me and Brad, we both grew up in like messed up households. I don't know too much about your situation, but we grew up together and it wasn't the best community. So I'm sure yours was
3: crazy. Grandma, man.
2: Yeah, but um, so we talk, we, you know, you brought it up to me about the um, the ripple effects that trauma yeah. has on people. Yeah. So if you could just go down that rabbit hole, me and Brad could add to it.
3: Ripple effect. So as in ripple effect, you take you take that starting point of whatever it could be. So like, uh, let's say, for instance, uh somebody's, somebody really close to you passing away. So you got a friend of yours or a family member that just passes away and that puts you in a real rut. And then that rut, you, you're you struggling at work because you can't get past it. Mm-hmm. So now you, you, you're on the verge of losing your job. Losing your job means you, can, you can't afford to pay where you're at, your car, this and that. So now you got another thing and another thing and another thing that just keeps piling up. You start to resent people. You start to not trust people or you had a, a somebody that you were madly in love with and would have given the world to cheated on you or something that just very traumatic happens and now you you have trust issues or you were younger and I I hope this hasn't happened to many people or anybody or you you were raped and it's most likely a close family member or a friend of the family and now you can't trust people your relationships, you don't have relationships or you do have relationships you love too hard or you just you're sleeping with everybody you meet because that's the only thing there's no emotion behind it so when I say the ripple effect so you take that, that number one that number one ripple now is the biggest ripple. And everybody's always saying, start small and work your way down. Start small and work your way down. But if you look at it, so if you have the ripple effect and everything like that, you start with the biggest ripple, the one that made it all happen. Put it in the, like, just come to terms with it. Somebody died, you know what? They're in a better place. Somebody raped you, you know what? That's on them. I don't have to live with that being my curse. <laughs> that ripple's gone and if you think about it if you throw a ripple into the water which one is the first one that disappears the, the furthest one out yeah the right? first one right. so if you take care of that one the other ones will slowly diminish just as well so you take out that person that cheated on you now you work on your trust issues now you work on this relationship now you work on this and now you're coming back to you because in the middle of that whole ripple it's all you yeah and if you, you just work your way back down it's hard yeah but I'm, I'm, but it's mean, like, a it's, it's a good no, analogy no, yeah, to I'm
0: attack
2: like, it. You know, people go about those things and try to fix them in all different ways. But the way you're talking about with that ripple effect by fixing the outside, the biggest ripple, which was the start of it when yeah. you dropped it in yep. to the pond, that's what started it with your parents dying or whatever it is, and then it starts to like expand and it gets into every part of of the whole thing when it had, no, sometimes it has nothing to do with the inner mm-hmm. ripples, but mm-hmm. it, it starts to, it starts to jump into everything and ruin everything in your life when, yeah. you know, that thing could be so far removed from you, but if yeah. you don't fix it mm-hmm. and if you don't get rid of that ripple, like it'll, it'll affect everything. Yeah. In your life. Like everything.
1: Like, like child molestation for instance, like yeah. you had mentioned that, you know, the kind of things that could happen to somebody when they're like three or four years old mm-hmm. that they yeah. can remember and mm-hmm. they can, Perpetuate all through their whole mm-hmm. life. You could be forty years old and not, and still remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. I was saw I saw this thing where a guy he was like standing before some kind of council, talking to them and uh, talking to a bunch of representatives. And one of the representatives was somebody who bullied this person as a kid. And he had never lost that never forgotten about that because it was such a traumatic event like I don't remember what the guy had done to him but yeah um and then you know talking about those kinds of things it's important to remember also that you know it, it, it we're not making light of the of the fact that you know somebody got raped like it's it would I can't imagine it would be very difficult yeah. to do that kind of thing and sometimes these kind of things are only able to be remedied through therapy you know? yeah it's not necessarily professional health yeah. you feel like you have to tackle alone you know. Yeah there are resources out there reach
3: out man reach out don't let it bottle up and fester inside of you that's that's not a good thing to do you want to reach out I mean it's it's traumatic I've I've had traumatic things nothing like that but I've had traumatic things so I can't compare my my apples to your oranges or your apples to my oranges or anything like that because I've never been in that situation but if you have been in that situation reach out to somebody man there's there's plenty of people out there that have been through it I've just in the last year, I've ran into at least five or six people, and I would have never
2: thought that. Yeah.
3: Never thought that. It's I'm the like, hardest it's a thing to do. You it's always it's think a lot you're more alone. common than you really think it is. and You it's always sad. think you're alone. It's you very always
2: sad. internalize everything. Yeah. And if you keep that in forever, it, it'll doom you. Self destruction. Yeah. 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 yeah
3: for Taking real. time bombs, and you got you to gotta get it out. Like, I know, like, I've had a couple of traumatic situations. Like, I don't, I don't break down. So, like when I was saying about my aunt and everything like that, I was like strong for my family and everything. And I never broke down in front of anybody for the longest time. Like, I, I couldn't do it. I, I never broke down about my grandma, like when she's in the hospital. Like, the people that are closest to me, I tend to not show as much to because I don't know what it's like to, I don't want to know what it's like to lose somebody that close. Mm-hmm. And so, um, one of the first people that I ended up losing that close to me was uh, my boy Rashad. And he's like, my brother and everything, I was at work, I was making a, uh, a dressing, and I got a phone call. I got like 12 missed calls from my boy Dion. And I'm just like, yo, what's up? And I finally call him back, and he's like, yo, you won't believe this, we lost somebody. And I was like, who? He's like, we lost a brother. And I was like, well, okay, who are you talking about? And he was like, you won't believe this one. So I'm thinking in the back of my head, he's talking about his brother, Twan. Mm. And I'm just like, Twan? No, it ain't going to be Twan. And he throws out Rashad. And I just literally got silent. Like, I remember I was in the bathroom talking to him and I just dropped down to the ground. And I just like, I was just thoughts. Like my head was blank, but it was like, it's like a treadmill was just going on full speed and nothing was there running. Yeah. And I'm just like, what, wait, what, what? And he says to me, he's like, yeah. So I get up, I go back out there and I'm like, yo, I'm at work, you know, I got to finish my day. So I go out there and I'm just, I'm drawing a blank. I don't even remember what I was doing. I'm standing there, the chef comes up to me. He was like, what are you doing? I'm just like, what are you, what are you, what are you, what um, are you, what are you, he's just like, what's wrong with you? And I'm just like, and then he saw my eyes and it just like dropped. And he was like, I don't know what happened. And I was like, my boy, my boy, he was like, I, I don't know, I, I can't console you in this because I don't know what it's like. Yeah. He was like, but all I can tell you is just go and go be with the family and this and that. And I got there and the preacher, she looks at me and she says, it's not your fault. And I said, "What?" She's like, "It's not your fault. Just because you didn't res- you didn't respond to his call and you didn't you didn't respond to his text, that's not your fault." And I'm sitting. There, it hit me because the last text I got from him. So he was he was, that was my that's like my brother right there. Yeah. Last text I get from him was, "Where's my baby?" Or "Where's my uh, child support money, baby daddy." 'Cause he's like he he was all ready for my daughter to be born and everything to meet her and he's like, Where's my child support money, baby daddy? And I never responded. Like we were supposed to go out for his birthday and everything and then lo and behold, he gets hit by one car on sunset, hit by another, or ran over by the next car and dead on the scene. Yeah. And I was just like like that right there, that broke me down and I just started to like it was like one of the things that brought me back to don't open up to people because you don't want to feel that again. Right. And yeah.
2: that's that's your that's your body and your brain just yeah. trying to protect from yeah. ever feeling that same hurt ever again. Yeah. Have you ever dealt with like uh, depression?
3: Oh, yeah. All the time.
2: So um, what's something that you do to like, you know, you talk about reaching out to people. Yeah. Do you?
3: I I do every now and then, not as much as I probably should. Yeah, Um, because I know like I'm really good. Like I said, I'm really good at, at coaching and helping I'm not licensed or anything, but I, I, I feel like I don't tell people what they should do. I just give them relatable instances like what I've gone through or what people that seed. I know I've gone through and like how they've handled things. Right. I can't say this is what you should do. I say like, you know, what worked for me was this or, yeah. you know, find something that just really takes your mind off of it, whether it's watching water drip, <laughs> riding a bike, walking outside playing in the grass, you know, go sit on a swing and swing, be a kid, whatever, walk around the mall, yeah. whatever makes you feel happy or takes your mind off of something, do that. But um, for me, what usually works is I'll sit there and I'll, I will I I tune into music, like music, it gives me goosebumps, it gives me things like I'm musically inclined when it comes to emotions. Like one of my exes, she said, anytime I got mad, I would turn on R and B, and it would most likely be the Boys and Men station on Pandora, yeah. and I would just start cleaning the house. Yeah. And she's like, "I can tell when you're mad because you, you put on Luther Vandross or or this person or this person, and you start cleaning up." Right. And she's like, "I know you're mad. I know when you're you're trying to get your point across because you'll play EDM or you will play somebody something. I'm like
2: what? did somebody? <laughs> I never noticed though. that.
3: I never noticed that.
2: Did uh, somebody in your family or uh, like your parents or something? Did did they do that too?" When they were going through something, did they play music or? My
3: mom, she yeah. uh, anytime she felt upset or sad because like me and my sister, we have two different dads, and like my dad lived in Philly, yeah. and we moved down here. Like I said earlier, uh, my sister's dad lives in Atlanta, and we are up here. And so my mom would always play. I want to. Uh, the song was called "Thanks for My Child," but I cannot think of who it was by to save my life. And um, she would always play that song when she got, like, really sad about being a single parent. Yeah. And like you said, like, we grew up most of our, or, like, in the neighborhood, you know, we most of the kids were, like, single-parent <clears throat> sorry, single parent moms and stuff like that. So, yeah. it's like, I mean, my mom was one of them, and it was just, that was what she did. She would play music. Yeah. And I, my dad would always play, like, older songs, like R&B or hip-hop and stuff. So, that's how I grew up, and I've yeah. always been.
2: But is it, it does it benefit you?
3: It does. It actually, it, it gets me to think about things more versus reacting. Yeah. So instead of just reacting, because you, one of the biggest things I've learned in my life, so like one of the, one a really big thing that happened to me was walking in on the person who I was with or thought I was with at the time and everything like that, walking in on them. Yeah. And i I lost it. I lost it. I did things I shouldn't have done. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not proud of it, but you know, it happened and I can't right. change it. Yeah. And, and what I learned from that was the situation is what the situation is and not what we want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's life right there. And so once you learn that, you realize you can't go back and, and fix it. You, you can't go back and change what happened. The only thing that you're in control of is your reaction yep. to the action. So if you react in the right way or if you can kind of control or manipulate your actions that you want to just impulse off of and you can make it to where it makes more sense and it, the the outcome is going to be a, a more positive outcome than it would have been if you were just irrational about it. That's where like the music hits me and I'll just I'll tr- earmuffs in yeah. whatever. I'm I'm feeling that song. I'm relating to the lyrics a little bit, even if I'm not relating to the lyrics like I can feel that person's and it calms me back down. Yeah. And once I get calmed down, I get more level headed. And my mind, like I said, is like a treadmill, just continuously goes. Yeah. And so, like, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, is it really worth it to put my energy into this situation? Or should I just sit back and, you know, enjoy the fact that this burden has been taken off of me? Right.
1: That's good that you've got a therapeutic outlet, though. It's important to find that. Yeah. You know, yeah, you there
2: has to be some form of release because when there's not, you know, I've everybody struggles with mental health Mm -hmm. like in their own way, some a lot more than others, and some like, um, you know, not nearly as much. But uh, as long as there's something that brings you to that outlet, like for you, it's music, um, you know, and and like you said to everybody to reach out. Yeah. Like, you know, there's so many different ways you could go about it. And I think it's just good to talk about because it's something that we've all been through. Yeah. You know, we all we all struggle with yeah.
3: shit. I had a time where I wanted to do some stupid stuff to myself. And uh, I, I don't I don't know how so many people found out. I have no idea how I mean. Yeah, I my inbox on Facebook was flooded with messages and everything. And uh, I had a girl that said the fact that I knew her name when we went to I was in high school and went to Paris and uh for over the summer just a summer trip for a week and uh this girl she said the fact that I knew her first and last name on the trip helped her through a time where she wanted to end her life yeah and she was like the fact that a jock that was as popular as you and everybody knew who you were Fucking knew my swole. first and last name you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so that knew my name and like called me by my name like right it, It just like, helped me. She was like, you don't know the impact that you have on people. And so it never dawned on me. Like, I'm just reading these messages. Like, an ex of mine is just like, look, I'm here for you. I know we ended on bad terms, this and that. But you're too good of a person to do this to yourself. Nothing in this world is worth doing that to yourself. Nothing.
2: So was that your point where things started to change when every, when, it wasn't in your head anymore that, you know, you were thinking all these bad thoughts. You were yeah. depressed. Once people knew that that's what you were thinking about, did that make you feel better? It it
3: kind of like, honestly, to tell you the truth, I was so far gone. Yeah. I was so far gone that I was reading them and it didn't faze me. Yeah. yeah. Like I I'm, when I say I had, it was flooded, it was probably like a hundred messages. No lie. Probably a hundred messages from people just like paragraphs to sentences to little short stories or whatever of stuff and i'm just reading all of them and i'm like smirking and laughing yeah. like i felt like i honestly felt like satan had a grip on me and he was like he, he was like i got him finally i finally yeah. got him and um it was the the only thing that honestly broke me and this is i mean it's sad because there was like people tearing up talking to me and everything and i'm just like it's okay i made a commitment to this person after this day it's over uh my boy raven He came, he called and called and I never answered Mm -hmm. because I knew, I knew he was going to be like some type of effect. So I never answered. And, uh, he calls and I was like, what's up? And he was like, I've been, I've been like trying to call you. And I was like, oh yeah, click hung up. (laughs) So, so, um, I'm at my mom's house and, um, all I hear is like a knock on the door. My mom, she's like, I heard something. Somebody told me this. You need to come to the house and just talk to me. And I'm over there. My mom, she's like bawling her eyes out. She's walking around. I'm just like, it's okay. It's okay, yo. Tap on the back. It's all good. It'll be over soon. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Raven's there. And uh, the only person that brought a tear to my eye that entire day was Raven. Because he said, as soon as I opened the door, I'm smiling. And I'm like, what's up? And he just breaks down, like drops to the ground. And I'm grabbing him. I'm like, what? He was like, I was so worried that like you did something to yourself. I was so yeah. scared. Because you just hung up on me. I'm about to like tear right now because like it was that powerful yeah. To me. yeah. And uh he said, uh, you were there for me when I needed you the most. Yeah. Let me be there for you. Yeah. And I just like right now, like That's it's what right there. Did it. yeah. like, yo, it, like I felt it, but it never I never let it show. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I felt it and I was like, Okay, you got ten minutes. Yeah. Right. And but that was always that was, was all it, you it brought me back. And yeah. then that night afterwards, like I stayed at my mom's house. I went back to my house where the problem was at the time. And um, I was just like, okay, the bottle that I have all this stuff mixed up in is underneath the bed. It's taped up underneath the thing. Just take it out. So she takes the drawer out, goes underneath the bed, and fills until she finds the bottle. Like, I hit it to where nobody was going to... Who's going to look underneath your bed? Like, right. pull your drawer out, crawl underneath your bed and find it. Um, so she finds it, and she pours it out. I kid you not, it was the scariest time of my life because for the next four days... All I kept hearing was "coward, coward, punk, pussy, pussy, you're a coward." Come back, come back, and I was like freaking out. Like I'm like, yo, I need. I started going back to church, like to like my whole family. my mom's side is all Jehovah's Witnesses, so I started going, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta shake this because he yeah. had it, he had me. Yeah. yeah, like I gotta get him off of me right now. I'm not, I'm not. That's not who I am. Yeah, and ever since then, it's just been you know what. Try to stay as positive. Try to stay positive as, as I can, and.
2: I just think it's uh, so important, like, you know, to to go full circle with this whole thing about how we're starting off, you know, talking about how you're a very driven dude. Like, you know, you're an entrepreneur. You're such a positive dude to be around. Like, you're a good friend. But, you know, you have those same struggles and you've been at, like, some of the lowest points. Like, it's just so important for somebody to hear because they'll look at you and be like, oh, well, he's he's got it all figured out he would he doesn't know what I'm going through Definitely but he, he does and I know and he knows too like yeah. it's just it's just inspirational to know that like you know you can make a change and uh, it's just I think it's so important to show how successful people are flawed yeah because yeah. people look to these uh people as if they have it all figured out. I could never be that. Like yeah. I could never get to that. But it's that's not real. Yeah. What's real is that um you know, we're all fucking going through our own thing. You
1: see the shots on Instagram, you see the filter that all you're seeing is you're looking through this filtered yeah. lens. That's
2: exactly. We never yeah. exactly. know what
3: goes on behind closed yeah. doors.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I, I you know that's that's like a perfect way to end it. I think uh, you know, so many people can relate to that. I'm glad you like opened up about yeah. all that yeah, stuff. Um you know, it's I'm so no shame, cool. man. You know, so I'm an open book. And that's important. And and in some ways that's you uh showing that it's okay to, you know, be vulnerable and to like, you know, reach out and to explain to somebody what you're going through.
3: Reach out before it's too late, man. Yeah, man. Robin Williams, Anthony Bourdain, like come on. Yeah. Anthony Bourdain of all people. Like the best Chappelle job Chappelle starts off his skit talking about it. Yeah. yeah. The best job. Like you get to travel and eat, like, what was it? Yep. What was it?
1: Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Appreciate you for. Coming Hell through, yeah, man! This has been man. a good yeah. time. I definitely want to get you on here again, man. Yeah, was, yeah, this has been a lengthy. This has been the longest podcast episode we've done, but it still feels like we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, honestly, yeah. for me. Um,
3: part two, part three.
1: But yeah, no, like that's really awesome. So look, crisp catering. Um, what I want you to do, if you can, you got that logo like on your computer somewhere. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I want you to send that over so we can drop it on here, Peg but hook Let's it up. Did I, did I
3: grab one of these? Hold
1: on. Uh, and we're also, I'm sure there's probably going to be some links to some socials here on the screen. Yep. Go follow my dude Tyree, man. Um, real inspirational guy. we we'll slide those out to the side. Like and if that.
2: you got this deep into the episode, man, uh, kudos for that. Uh, you know, this is my favorite part when we get down to the nitty gritty. And, you yeah. know, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, like, its it's our pleasure.
3: And so, on the real, if you guys ain't following all the way to the end of the episodes,
2: then you ain't hearing
1: this.
3: If you ain't following all the way to the end of the episodes, <laughs> you need to.
1: Yeah, for real, bro. We're going to stick the hook on your ass. <laughs> go <Gonna> get you. <laughs> Subscribe if you're on YouTube. Like, rate, comment, all that good shit, man. We appreciate y'all's time.
2: As always, peace. Deuces. Keep it crisp. There you go. Boy. Boy. Man,
0: sorry. Yeah.
3: Yeah, well, that's just raven really. I mean you've met raven too like you guys clicked real quick yeah it's so
0: raven <laughs> so, yeah that's I mean that thing was like like I literally opened the door